All right, what's going on, Knicks fans? This is the Nigga Time Podcast. With that, Knicks Talk, I'm back. This is Edson Sean. Yo, what's going on? This is Jay Ellis. Yup, and Ryan G in the building. Shout out to Justin holding it down last week with the uh, the award show, our first annual award show, and I was very happy with <laughs> a lot of the results. Oh, you were? Especially, <laughs> yes. especially the winner of the bruh pick. We need to call that the Moonlight Award or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way to really yeah, explain that away, exactly. man. But, um, yeah, no, it was actually, I, 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 there was a lot of fun. I, I definitely think we need to do that every year around um, the All-Star, All-Star break. Yeah, Word. Yeah, yeah. But, um, was there any, uh, were you happy with all of the, the results? Um, was there any you were surprised by? I don't know. I mean, I was in it, and I was like, I was moderating, so it was like I wasn't really surprised. Mm. You know what? No, you know what? No, I was surprised about by a few. I thought O'Quinn was gonna come away with something. So did I. I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm glad one of my picks was nominated, though. That's all. You know, <laughs> that close to close. I was like, that was that was that was actually a nice ooh pick. But you it know, was. I think it was it was it was definitely it was definitely good, definitely fun. Um, hopefully, we have a lot more ooh picks coming up because I mean. Even a couple games out of the the, the All Star break, it's, it's it's you know same old Knicks, right? Yeah, same even though pretty much. even though even though we did pull out that win because you know soup somebody took their cape out and and and, and saved the day. Trying mm-hmm. to trade that man, y'all crazy. Disrespect. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Straight. It, it should have never even been that close to begin with, though. Right. They sh- we should have remedied that team, but. Clearly. Yeah. yeah, trying to trade Miller for Austin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, it just, it's, it's just laughable. It's Give me 30 laughable. picks, man. I need 30 first-round picks for Melo, damn it. It's laughable because especially, uh, like, and Ryan called and he was like, yo, Knicks fans, do not vote this, this man <laughs> to the All-Star game because he's like, I guarantee if you feel slighted, he's going to go off. And since that moment, even though... You know, thanks to Kevin Love, he still made his way onto the team, barely. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's been going off since that all-star snub, man. The, the only thing is that, the only thing I the only thing I thought was like, you know, Melo going off would have led to more Knicks wins. But the thing is that he's been going off and it has not been leading to more Knicks Somebody wins. Somebody else like, got to go off with him? I, I, I don't know. But here's the thing. When you, again, I feel so redundant. But when you look at the team offensively, right, we know Melo consistently gets buckets. Where do we fall behind? Because when I'm looking at clips, I'm like, this looks like a, a what, what I would call a good offensive team for the most part. But is it the consistency? We always know that the the dreadful third quarter comes and whatever lead they've had gets completely wiped out. Disintegrates. <laughs> what needs to happen, man? I, mean, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know if it's coaching. I know a lot of it is mental toughness to me. That's what I see. I, I, I said it on the Thunder game. And even the Sixers game, I've seen it some more. Or just like, I don't know if they clam up or they get too comfortable or they just start throwing through the motions. Because we almost lost that game, like how we lost all the games in all December them, and January. All mm-hmm. of the close games, we it's like it's like a script. Yeah. It's like a script. They have the script for losing down, Pat. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's like kind of <laughs> crazy. <laughs> It's kind of crazy how, and even the announcers like, here we go again. But it's, 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 it's the same I'm old just, story. I'm just starting to feel like it's, it's scripted at this point. Like, all right, we're up by 10, guys. We got to make this game close. It's Courtney <laughs> Lee, you stop shooting. 
Willie, shoot that air ball from the three-point line. Like, uh, I mean, like I said, it's like that current meme. It's like you, it's like the outside Knicks are like, you know what? Let's close this game out. The inner Knicks are like, nope. Let's uh, let's get this team back in the game. It's too comfortable right yeah, now. Man. We need to be excited. <laughs> oh man. And clearly, so the trade deadline is already passed. It's come and gone. Word. And we still have the same team. Yep. Yeah, which doesn't make sense to me, but right. I know you. <laughs> you want to blow the whole thing up <laughs> and just start from straight scratch. For real. Like, but um, trade the security guard, the cheerleaders, the water boy, everybody. <laughs> so, what do you? How do you feel, man, about these rumors that I mean, because especially on when it was like close to the deadline closing, there was like more and more rumors going around. Like, all right, this is what's gonna happen. How do you feel about these rumors that didn't happen? Like these trades that were rumored to happen and just didn't. Well, okay, well, I'll go two first. Straws, two straws, <laughs> Cause we both took a breath like he's about to talk. But I... <laughs> well, me personally, okay, I'll talk about the um, the biggest one that was going around, which right. was um, R- Rose... Rose and Rubio? Yes, yeah, so it was a trade for Rose and Rubio. Right. Um, first, um, I'm not too upset that we didn't trade Rose for Rubio. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Right. I have like 30 reasons why. Better only say five. Okay. One, um, I'm not so sure that Rubio is the answer long term. Mm. Um, How old is Rubio right now? Uh, He's, I think, maybe 26, 27. Yeah, about? I think it's like okay. 26, 27. Yeah, around there. But my thing is, I know Rubio's upside. Rubio is... um. When I was reading, I don't know that much about Rubio's game. I I know lightly because you know I picked him for fantasy teams, and I know right. he's good at steals. Right. And I know he gambles. He's good. Yeah, he's good off the ball, and he's good. He's he's a pretty decent on the ball uh, point guard defender. Um, he's definitely better than Rose on the defensive. He's, end. No, yeah, it would. Okay, so yeah. if that trade did go through, it would be an upgrade defensively. Yeah. Exactly. My my thing is the fall offs offensively. Is so crazy. I'm not even sure if it would like negate each other. But now here's the thing: like playing devil's advocate, Rubio is more of a pass first point guard, yeah. which right. is kind of what the Knicks need at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. So, do you think the points that you know he, you lose with him that you get with Rose at that position will be made up for the assists that he gives? That's that's and that's the thing. It's like I feel like he's almost like Brandon Jennings. With like a little better defense, a little more control too. A little better defense and a worse jump shot. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah, we all he, know Rubio. Rubio don't got that. Jump yeah, up. he's like he shoots what I think it's twenty eight percent from three. from three or something crazy like that, mm-hmm. and his shooting percentage in general is like thirty eight percent. No, good. like the way. Y'all, y'all be mad about um, uh, D-Rose not hitting jump shots. At least D-Rose gets to the rim. Y'all gonna turn on Rubio in 10 games. I swear no to God. Good. <laughs> like He's not gonna, like, y'all gonna turn him in 10 no good. games. But I do, think different, I do think differently about this, though. Okay. And here's why. You think they should have made the trade for Rose and Rubio? Yeah. I, mm. the, the only way I would have made this trade is if Timberwolves were not asking for our first round pick. That's the only reason. That's why. the other thing I was getting to. Yes. Okay. Yes, but this is why I would have made a trade for, for Rubio if the trade was fair. Okay. Because I feel like as if to run Hornacek's offense, you definitely need that fast. Per, you definitely need that pass first point guard. Because I was looking up stats and I was looking up 
his son's team, uh, the 13-14 son's team, mm -hmm. that went 48 and 34 that he coached, right. he had Bledsoe and Dragic as his starting point guards. Right. They are both scoring point guards. Suns didn't really have a dominant wing like Melo. But the point guards, they took the scoring load and they also dished out assists because I think Dragic, Dragic had like about... They both had about six assists per game, both of them. So that's 12 assists between the point guards together. Right. You know, and this season, it's like Rose is averaging 4.4 assists. Brandon Jennings is averaging 4.9 assists. And Brandon Jennings pays less minutes than Rose and he has more right. assists per game. Right. right. And I feel like as if that... Because remember early in the season, I think, with um, Hornacek... Wasn't Hornacek checking Rose on, like, his ego or something like that? No. Uh, what? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't remember that. From, didn't, he, didn't, he make a, didn't he make some type of quote or something like that? About, about Rose's <sighs> ego or something like that? Rose doesn't really have an ego. Rose is probably one of the most humble guys. Yeah, I think... I don't think his <laughs> ego might have been an issue because... Yeah, I don't think... I don't know. Because he was even benched, he was even benched in a few games, and he's never really said anything about it. He just kind of was. Maybe that was he was happy. But remember, he got benched for Ron Baker, and he was just like, "I'm happy." He got his opportunity. He works hard, and yeah. But I'm like, did he? He? I think he made a. Didn't he make a some type of comment about Rose's playing style or something like that? No, no, it wasn't his ego. The the comment he made was. He wanted Rose to, instead of avoiding contact, mm -hmm. he wanted him to go up so that he can get the calls. Because when he goes to the, to the, for a layup, mm -hmm. he often double clutches, or, you know, up and unders. He wanted him to attack the basket more. Mm -hmm. And so he sat him down and spoke about that. I don't know about his ego, but I, I definitely know that he wanted his playing style to be different. Um, mm -hmm. I guess the word more aggressive, I mean, he seems to be one of the more aggressive point mm -hmm. guards that I've seen, you know. But he wanted him to... to Forced the, the, the refs to call contact. Mm -hmm. So, well, okay, well, maybe I got the quote mixed mix up with something else. Right. But mm -hmm. I do think that, especially with Melo, I think Melo does play better with a pass first point guard. Because he, he does. Because remember, remember the season, 12 13 season where the Knicks won like 54 yes. games. Yeah. He Jason, had Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yes. And yep. he had Pablo Prigioni, who was another pass first point guard. Yes, right, right. You go back to the 9 10 season, I think is another best season with the Nuggets. He had Chauncey Billups. Right, yes. And, yeah. Billups, and Billups is another pass first point guard. And that's exactly. why I think Rubio would have probably been a better fit. Fit, but it didn't work out, so it is what it is. But I guess, <laughs> you know what? Um, I don't know. Th I think that would that's a tough call to make too because we never know the production we're gonna get. Exactly, yeah. and I, especially we already know that at least Rose can collapse defenses. Yeah, and when he does that, he passes the ball. Granted, I would like him to get some more assists, but with Rubio, we they're definitely gonna. There's a couple of things they're gonna do. First off, they mm -hmm. already hang off of Knicks players. Exactly, now. they're gonna yeah. soften yep. the lane and force Rubio to shoot. When they do that, mm -hmm. then some of his assists, I think, are gonna be negated. Exactly. Man. Remember yeah. the remember the back in the days when we had these point guards who couldn't shoot jump shots and how much mm -hmm. they sagged and and, and clawed the paint. Yeah, because yeah. he knew they were just gonna try to drive and kick the mellow and took and took away that pass lane in the middle. That's the same thing I imagine happening in a tight mm -hmm. game. It's like we're not going to be able to... Mel's going to try to have that ball. Mm -hmm. Rubio's not going to be a threat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, we'll sag off Rubio all day long. Right, I right. can already see that happening. But the plus, thing is... Oh, you, you, you want to finish that? Yeah, yo, plus on top of that, mm. I'd rather take, like, for one, I wanted a pick back for Rose, for one. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like they weren't even trying to get a pick back. They wasn't trying yeah, to nah, give Shabazz. They wasn't trying to give Dunn. They wasn't trying to get everybody. They was trying to first do straight up rolls for Rubio. Number yeah. two, Rubio's contract is $14 million next year. So it's like, I feel like we're better off 
if we're not going to have roles, we're better than off just letting him fade away into yeah. the abyss mm-hmm. of a of a of a off season. And yeah. and if that's what I th- I, th- I think with we, that we, trade specifically, we, we might end up drafting the point guard in. <laughs> right, we might, but I think I definitely think with that trade, it was it was more for me. It was like it was unbalanced, man. Yeah, Rubio mm-hmm. for Rose one on one for one. That's not that's not. Rubio that's for one, we get man. one. Rubio for one's exact. Rubio for one, Rose one for one, we getting jerked. I'm tired of getting jerked on trades all the time. Number two, they was asking for picks. No, bro. <laughs> not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, come on. Yeah, come not, on, not, you know what? For, Rubio. for Rose? You want to pick and Rose? Are it, you smoking? It just made me think it's, they didn't... For but, me, it made me think they didn't even really want that trade, bro, because there's no way that you could even see that being realistic. No way. I don't, even, I don't even think it's that they didn't want the trade, because I think Thibs likes Rose from his time in Chicago. I just think that the Wolves just see how <laughs> other teams in the past just... Treating the Knicks. Exactly, just disrespect the Knicks and just the Knicks. And they thought it was always, sweet. They thought it was exactly. sweet now, and, yeah. and Phil wised up. He did something right, thank you, Phil, and right. didn't do that. So it's like, right. we're not trading these picks, especially the, way, we, we, the mm-hmm. way we losing. That's suicide. Are you crazy? Yeah, but now it's looking like... Yo, can the Knicks really pull off any trades? Because now all these teams know that they can get the best of us in trades. This so is what like... I mean. But it's not only that. It's like, even at this point right now, because I know we were, we were talking before we started recording about what is the Knicks going to, what are the Knicks going to look like in the next couple of years? We they, don't clearly, know. Clearly, we have the same team, and I feel like we're going to have the same team next year. Because what offseason moves are they going to make that's going to make that much of an impact? I, I can't see any being made to be real about it's crazy. it. That's, and this is the, this is the sad thing. So now it's like, all right, with the with the cast that we have, what do we do? I'm just saying we might yo we we might end up being top ten, top nine pick and drafting a point guard, letting Rose go walk, right. and then we'd be all right anyway without adding fourteen million dollars of salary from Rubio. Right. Who we not, hurry, I feel like we're gonna end up being disappointed in him. I'm about to say anyway. I feel like we're gonna be disappointed, disappointed <laughs> because, 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 Rubio, I, I, because I do think if the Knicks do pull off, the, if they did, just say hypothetically they did pull the trade for Rubio, I think this off season coming up. The Knicks would have to find shooters because you're gonna have to open up that floor for Rubio to operate. Exactly. Okay, well, let's yeah. see. I, mm, who do we have that are shooters on the team right now? Of course, we got Melo. Right. Yeah. Holiday coming off the bench, I think he's a pretty solid shooter. Mm-hmm. We have good. Courtney sh- Lee. We have good shooters. Yeah, we right. have shooters. That's what I'm saying. So maybe we. I don't know, man. Maybe we really do just need somebody who can distribute yeah. to those shooters. To get in the ball. I mean, we have but, Jennings but, as a distributor. It's just his but defense. You start is him good. though. This is his defense. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. start Jennings. His defense yeah. is like when I'm if I'm a point guard, I'm like, oh, I got Jennings on me. I'm mm-hmm. about to get like a quick ten right now. Exactly. I mean, uh, the Knicks do have all these shooters, but I do I do still think the Knicks need like a true marksman from mm. three point range, like somebody who's just known for threes, like how Corver is, mm. you know, like somebody like that. I mean, I we have Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee's top 10 in three-point percentage right now. I mean, we probably just need, another, probably need another one. I'm going to say, we, need, we like, definitely need more than one. When you look at the Cavs, well, it's not even fair to look at the Cavs, but you look yeah. at the Cavs, the Cavs <laughs> have like, like three. 17 team, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> that's, not, yeah, that's not even realistic. The cheat code, they have like right. 10 of the top 10 uh, top three-point shooters on their and team. And they about yeah. to upgrade again. It's like, yeah, Darren Williams and Andrew Bogut coming come to the Come on. Come it's on, just man. not fair. But I guess when you're the best team, you're going to be, you know, attractive yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, how do you feel now? Because, see, I'm, I was a little bothered that even O'Quinn was on the trade block. And, I mean, I understand, but O'Quinn has probably been, like, at least for the 
past few months, the energy started for the Knicks. Why are you even considering, you know, so that Jennings and O'Quinn were being rumored to be on the trade block? How do you feel about, about that? I know I'm like, O'Quinn needs to stay. Brandon, I could even, there's an argument that could be made for him, you know, saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. But O'Quinn, man, I don't know. My boy, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like, the only way I would trade O'Quinn and Jennings is if the Knicks are planning to go in a whole different direction and exactly. actually rebuilding the team. And they get picks, like yes. qu- high quality picks. Exactly. That's what I, I, That's what I heard. That's the I would trade them. I heard they were trying to get picks for O'Quinn. Mm. But, um,. People See, were like, people were like, that's too high. They like, they were saying that to, they were in the first round for O'Quinn, and I don't think people were trying to bite on that. Hmm. Mm, and, and I think that's that's why he ended up not being traded and staying with the I team. I mean. I guess that's valid. But I mean, I can also see the argument for it because there's a lot of teams that could use a big man that hustles, that plays defense, Yo, that has a mid-range jumper. Not only yeah. that, he only is costing us five million a year. This is what I oh, mean. Yeah. Like, you get him for the for the low, like. Yo, like big men like O'Quinn That's cost rare. like 14, 20 million right now. He five million? Bargain basement sale, man. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Bargain basement oh, sale. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. So what about who are they trying to get for Jennings? Same I don't thing? Know. I, would, I, would, My, I would think it would, I would think it would have to be a pick. Now I yo, I have a I have a theory. Because I think the Rick Knicks are trying to um talk to the Rockets. My and I saw really? Patrick Beverly's name out there. Uh, I did see that. I yeah. did see that. And I, and I, I was looking. And I was looking. I was like, the, the salaries match up. And honestly, Brandon Jennings is costing five million, and, uh, and Beverly is, is co- a Knicks point guard. He's he's yes. like the Charles Oakley of the point guards. Yeah. That, that's the, we need that for real. That's, that's one of those things where it's like I might do that. Like he's see like when you talk about defenders now, Rubio. Now him, Really? Beverly, I actually, when I saw them, I'm like, that might not be a bad idea. He can actually yeah. change the complexion of the game with his defense. And that's the, what we need because we get more fast breaks. We get more easy buckets. Confidence goes up. We need we need a defensive stopper, especially right. at the point guard position so they can't even, the other teams can't even get their offense started. Yeah. We need that. Like, oh, man. Like, his, the assist, though, he's not going to, he does not have Brendan Jennings' court vision. Well, that's, so that's what we so then so we would lose on that, but he's also a very good three point shooter, right? Yeah. But so where we could shift things because Melo seems to be more willing to pass the ball now, and he's actually an excellent passer. That'd be so that's that's a triangle point. That's a pure oh, triangle so, point exactly. Guard. So wait, are you trying to say you want Melo to run like a point forward? I mean, I think it could be done, man. They have to change because right now the team we're looking at, we're probably gonna have it for the next two years. Yeah, more more than likely. You're yeah. gonna have to change the style of play if we were to get somebody like a Beverly who can defend the point guards and can mm-hmm. shoot, but doesn't have the core vision. Let the offense run through Melo. The Bulls used to do that with Pippen. That's All what the time. that's what we were doing with um when we was when we had Derek Fisher. We was running the offense more through Melo. And this is what I feel like. And imagine yeah. um. Um, it was, imagine you swap out uh, Calderon for uh, Patrick Beverly. Exactly. That's what I'm now Calderon had a better passing, but right. he was yeah. getting burned on pick and rolls and by every point guard. Yeah, that's not All happening with Beverly. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, damn, Knicks point guard get today get burned off of the pick and roll. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> imagine it being worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. yo, it's kind of crazy how we traded Calderon to get better to thinking we're gonna get better at pick and roll defense and just like it's the same thing. It's the same it's thing. The same thing. 
It's just the same. Derek Fisher laughing. I had less talent, and look at look at me. Like, <laughs> For real. Like, look at you. You can't even make it happen with better talent. So why'd you let me go? Yo. You know. And now he's gonna join the the the. the who's he joining? I, I read something that Calderon is joining the. Is he joining the Warriors? <laughs> wow. What the you know of, what? what? What the city? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I. You know you want to. You don't want to be. You want to. Be happy for some of these athletes, like you know your J.R. Smiths and your. Uh, uh, I'm not happy for Shumperts. No, I'm saying it was like you we don't miss be. you. No, no, I mean we we, we actually. Do I'm not. happy for Shumpert. Shumpert, yes. I yeah. Jr. We do not miss you. Even Derek Williams, I'm happy for him too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. do that. Yeah. But and it's like every they're other, like the other every, other teams, other higher upper echelon teams see the value. In our garbage. One man's trash, another man's treasure. Yeah, we really have the whole Knicks Yo, squad on the Cavs, though. This is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they're like, really oh, really you don't want him either? <laughs> we'll take him. Derek Williams, Channing Fry. Come on, son. When are we going to say, you know what? This guy's potential. We're going to develop him. Never. When are we gonna yo, do that? Yo, but Knicks you, fans you, are trying. Yo, I see Knicks fans already turning on KP. Yo, you see this, man? You people, are, yo, Knicks people fans are dead. Turn on anybody, man? Yo, yo. anybody? <laughs> yo. Santa Claus? For real, man? <laughs> it's like you can't win, you or you can't lose. It's yeah, like you know, Knicks talent fans. has to get developed. KP is gonna have mm-hmm. his moments when he's not producing. Knicks yeah. It happens. Yo, Knicks fans but, turn on Jesus, man. <laughs> it took three days to rise. Should right. <laughs> 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 but this is exactly why I think the Knicks need to rebuild because it's like what the Knicks are doing they've been trying to do for like the last two decades under Isaiah Thomas or whoever it was as a GM and it's like why don't you try something new and build through the draft and actually develop talent why don't you try something new for once I think that's, that's I'm, I'm going to defend Phil for an I'm gonna defend Phil right oh, now. Oh, he's actually really? gonna defend Phil. I'm gonna defend oh. Phil. Oh, wait, defend a, Phil wait right a minute! Now. I don't have any confetti. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a hater for the sense of being a hater. I'm a hater with a purpose. All right. Of course. So every all the mistakes that Phil has made, Phil has done one thing right or two things right. <laughs> one, he's drafted well. Yeah, KP. And two, he hasn't done a, he hasn't gone Isaiah Thomas on us and drafted first first round um traded first round picks every year. So now because yes, yes, now we actually have first round picks to look up look forward to. So even though we're putting together crappy teams, mm-hmm. our future hasn't been mortgaged and we have a KP and we have a whatever we have this season. Maybe Alonzo Ball. Billy. Or, All right, or so Monk. so let's look at this now. So and I think I had asked this question about two podcasts ago. How long do you think it's going to take before the Knicks rebuild? Honestly. Is KP going to be 34 before we really have like a, <laughs> well, a team? Well, well, KP is like nine right and now. And that's the point I make. That's the point I make. So he ain't I mean, got time. <laughs> that's the point I'm making. Like how long? I want to at least, I don't have my grandkids walking around. And then I'm like, you know what? I remember when the Knicks sucked. And now... They're amazing. I don't want to wait that long. So it, how long? Well, do you how think, long do you think it'll take for Dolan? Never mind. In all honesty, I would hope that the Knicks would start the rebuild after Melo's contract is over because it seems like Melo's not going to drop that no wave clause. Okay. So I would hope that once Melo's contract is over, please put a plan in place to rebuild the Knicks, please. <laughs> 
y'all got me begging on the on the podcast. I know. Please, man. Please. Sweat. Kill. <laughs> oh my god. Sound like James Brown. <laughs> please, please, please. Well, you know, I would hope it would take. Yeah, it's probably gonna happen after Melo leaves. Yeah, because, because I don't see him dropping is, the, that, that no wave. What? Balls, man. Yeah, once he has because he's 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 not going anywhere. The ball is in his court. He can decide when he's moving on. Who knows? There is a chance he try, he might leave in the summer. He just probably doesn't want to leave in the middle of the winter. I, I get like it. His wife, I think his wife not, planning some something new. Right. He probably mm-hmm. is like it's like all right, maybe. It'll, but I think his family plays a big factor in that. Yeah, yeah definitely. They, yeah, they do. So even if he stays, let's say he stays. I just don't know what I don't, and maybe they, the, you know, Phil has a master plan that we don't know about. Um, because I don't, what moves are they gonna make? I'm I, just curious. I, I feel because, like I feel like Phil was trying to rebuild February, but really, huh? I feel like no, I felt like he was trying to. That's that's the the uh, the melodrama and mm-hmm. the, the little jabs what? and the call. L- listen, to what I'm talking. Listen to listen to all what right, I'm saying. All right, all right, <laughs> He was trying to. Like, okay. I'm talking about in February. I'm not talking about all of Yeah, no, no, yes, yes, yes. Okay. He was trying to rebuild, but for him to rebuild, Metal has to be the first piece to right. drop. But since Metal mm-hmm. has a, a no-trade clause... That's why he's trying to... Oh, yeah. the, the smear campaign and trying to force him out? Yeah. Exactly. It's like... It, it, it didn't quite work. That no-trade clause is mm-hmm. has that, that rebuild on pause. He underestimated... Yeah. He probably underestimated Metal's character. In all honesty, mm-hmm. he probably thought that Metal was going to crumble under him. Like, you know what? All right. F you, I'm out. Yo, I can see yeah. myself doing some mellow stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going anywhere. Yeah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here and be petty. That's it. That's it. And drop 40. That's it. Every night. Under 500, I'm sitting right here. Yup. Do something. Exactly. Our contract expires at the same time. Do something. Exactly. Who was... I know Courtney Lee was also being rumored... To being put on the on the trading block. For, yeah, I heard he was trying to get yeah. traded to the Clippers or something for a pick. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for a pick, but and, and it didn't happen. And I don't want to trade. I don't want Courtney to get traded. I feel like I feel like my philosophy is, I guess, it's, unless it's a really high draft pick. Mm-hmm. If you have players on your team that are um, not expensive. Right and produce highly. Yeah, I would like to hold on to those types of players. Yo, if we get rid yeah. of Courtney Lee, I guarantee you he's gonna burn us on some other team because he's got a good jump shot. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he can collapse the defense as we saw. Well, we saw we saw glimpses of it in the Cavs game, but Jordan, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll we'll address that. <laughs> he, you know, he, he got that crossover though, right? That little crossover. You know what I'm saying? And and so I mean, he's gonna be an asset on another team. Yeah, let's keep him if he doesn't cost much and he's producing. Why get rid of him? Right. Again, yeah. the only way I would have got rid of Lee is if the Knicks went full rebuild and Trapped. got rid of Melo first. That's the only way I would have got rid of Lee. But since right. Melo wants to stay and stay the course, it's like, why get rid of Lee then? You might yeah. as well keep him. I feel like there's there's moves you can do. You can go forwards and you can go backwards. Or you can go ladder. Or you can stay still. And I feel like because of what people were trying to offer us, they're trying to offer us some bull. Mm-hmm. I feel still, like man. it was better to stay still than to try to give them the kitchen sink or mortgage our future just for the sake of getting rid, <laughs> just for the sake of getting rid of Rose when, when he's going to expire in a few mm-hmm. months anyway. 
Uh, I'll say this, though, about the Clippers. Like, if I was to do a trade with the Clippers, I would have done something like what the Celtics did to the Nets, where the way they went, <laughs> when, when, when it took, like, a future first-round pick. If you could predict that downfall for a team, you you benefited in the future. <laughs> yeah. so, so, like, so I was like, if I was doing any, any trade with the Clippers, I would have been like, ah, you know what? Give me, like, your 2021 first-round pick, your 2022 first-round pick, because I predict by then, Chris You'll Paul is gone. Exactly. Jordan oh, is gone. Man. Griffin is gone. Your team is going to suck again. Give us those picks. <laughs> <laughs> that was masterful, yo. Yeah. Right. Right. That was oh, that was chess genius. Playing chess with the checkers players. Right? That's it. for real, man. <laughs> so in speaking about, you know, Rose, Rubio, Rose's production, he clearly, I guess we wants to, to, to remain a Nick. Right? Yeah, that was surprising. I didn't expect him to say that. Honestly, neither yeah. did I. But you know, when you look at you know, some video clips of him and Hornacek, they seem to have some type of a good rapport. Um, and like you said, he's a humble dude. Um, but And he wants to stay. Mm-hmm. Would you keep him? <sighs> you see, yo, there is a... Before this, before this, um, we had an episode of to Rose or not to Rose or right, something like yes. that before that. We yes. had a whole discussion on the pros and cons of Rose. And I said to keep him. That's when I think we were almost like third place in the East. And you're like, he's going to be he's gonna, MVP Rose. He's going to be MVP Rose. Right, and he's yes. going to be, he's up taking. I still actually believe that he's not he's going to be MVP Rose like he's going to be dunking on people. But I still feel like he can average 20-something, 20 21, 22 points a game okay. and get his mm-hmm. assist to six assists. To six, six assists, six, seven assists a game. Like he's really? done that before. Like he's, he's not under like his. If you look in his career, no, of course, he's averaged six assists before, seven assists before. Of course, it's just this right now with the Knicks in this system. He's not asked to do to be doing all these pick and roll stuff. He used to just be probably pick and roll rolls and be able to get his seven assists off the pick and roll. So are you saying that it's it's the system that he's playing in that has brought his assist production down? I think it has. I think it's partly to do with it. Yes, mm-hmm. like um, like I said, he's not like his court vision is not like Brandon Jennings. Right. It's mm-hmm. His 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 assists are predicated off pick and rolls and yes. just beating people off the dribble and yes. kicking it out to shooters. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now in this system, he's more asked to stand in the corner sometimes and wait for his right. turn, and then so it's not okay all the way to his strengths. Mm-hmm. So okay, and I so I actually agree with you that I feel like. He, he he is returning to his you know MVP form, meaning his production. But do you think that's the kind of point guard we need right now? That's and that's uh, and that's and that's and that's where I differ. Right, because it's kind of tough for me because the only way I would take Rose back is this is if he takes less of money. You know, like, the Knicks cannot mortgage their future and give Rose a five-year, $150 million deal. Like, I don't think that's in the best interest of the Knicks. Like, honestly, the way I was thinking about it, I was like, if the Knicks decide they want to keep Rose, I would give him a similar contract to, like, say, the one that I think Durant has, where it's like, you give him, like, a two-year deal and you can opt out after that first year. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I would have gave Rose a similar contract. Now, how much you paying him that first year? Well, that's well, yeah. That's another question now, like, <laughs> because it's like I don't want to mortgage the Knicks' future. You know, I want the Knicks to have cap space going forward. How much is he getting now? Like, right now, he's, like twenty-one mil. He's around twenty-one, twenty mil. He's around that area. Mm. Yeah, and he can make 
30, 30 this one. And I was saying I was hoping we can get him somewhere in the 18 to 20 range. That's what I was mm-hmm. saying a few months ago. Right. So, it's... Man, it seems it's such a, it's such a weird place, man, because I feel like we could have won, like, 15 games. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't even know how I feel right now about about that right now. Like I, I feel like I feel like he's a really special player, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if he's right for this team. I was about to say, so yeah. not every special player is gonna fit in every team structure, every system or whatever. You know, he needs a different system, right? Much. Yeah. And we need a different point guard. We need a point guard that is pass first primarily, mm-hmm. and at least has a has a mid range jump shot. Right. So yeah. So even if you do get in that half road, it's not because I don't think he can be an MVP like player or be a special player. It's just that the fit for this team yeah. it might not be the best for the tri- the triangle that we're running. Mm-hmm. What makes Melo better? What makes our team better? He might right. be better off with a traditional offense, right? Yeah, and <sighs> a, and a place where he can be more of the man, right? Mm-hmm. Where all of the offense goes to him. You know, and then he just distributes, at, you know, because I think when he was on, on Chicago, that, that was a, a much better fit right. for the style, yeah. his style of play. He did yeah. need some help in Chicago that could have gotten off the hook. And that was the only thing. He didn't have the help, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah. But I mean, overall, though, on those Chicago teams, like, Rose was more able to, I guess, quote unquote, be himself because he didn't have that offensive help like he does have on the Knicks. So he was able to more you know, more score and do several things on offense. You know, I, I do kind of think that with Melody or whatnot, it does kind of restrict his game a bit because he doesn't have to, I guess, do as much. And I don't, and, I, and, and to me, in my opinion, like, I don't think he's adjusted to that as of yet. Mm. You know, I, like, I do think he does need more of a, I guess, control on the offensive end. So... I honestly think that, you know, the Knicks should either let him go or, as I said, be like a two-year contract after first year opt-out so the Knicks aren't mortgaging their future on Derrick Rose right. and, and just keep it at that. Either you draft a point guard or if a point guard becomes available that you think would fit the Knicks offense, if the Knicks by some miracle can sign the dude, <laughs> I mean, and you that's, sign him. And that's the other thing, too, is like once he leaves, all right, who are we getting? That's the other. That's the uh, that's the tricky part. Cause okay, Derrick Rose is gone. Mm-hmm. Who are you signing? And that's see, so that's again that's the yeah. that's the question I was asking. What is this Knicks team gonna look what like? What is out what there? Mo- and that's it. What moves can be made? It's Not like about what moves they want made. What moves mm-hmm. can be made? It's like and then the fall off after Derrick Rose for the point guards available. Right. And and that's it. Right. Yeah. One is that's one. Two. Let's say there were point guards available. Well, all the mess that's going on in the Knicks organization, yeah. am I really going to want right. to you know, uh, uh, leverage my career on that? Like? Versus a player who's come out and said he wants to stay here. So right. it's like, rocking a hard place, man. It's like, because <laughs> <laughs> really now, now, that, now that I'm Boogie, he's gone to, um, gone to, uh, to New Orleans. I know Drew Holiday was like a long time Phil uh, Project target. Drew Holiday, they gonna keep him there now. He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. There's some good Utah. There's some good point guards in Utah that are doing well, so they might not try to leave George Hill yeah, and, um, George <sighs> and Haywood. Right. So it's gonna be tough trying to replace Rose when, if he if he leaves. I think at this point we're gonna have to rely on the draft for yeah. something. Yeah. If we yeah, if we don't draft. Knicks are gonna have to hope and pray if they if they if they don't make the eighth seed and they stay in the lottery that 
by some miracle, the pick ends up being like a top three pick where you can get like Alonzo Ball out of UCLA or oh, that would be oh or, or like, or like, or like I think that other point guard uh, what college he plays for again damn I can't remember right now but there's like a good like I think two or three point guards coming out of the draft that they say could be all star point guards in the future yeah you gotta grab one of those man yeah if we lose enough I mean the only the only way I feel like we're even more comfortable keeping Rose if somehow we went on some crazy run at the end and we end up like a seven seed or something. Man, the Eastern Conference is so is so corny right now. We we probably still could get. I it. really would like to be a six seed. <laughs> with a, with a but couple, that's 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 a, for the stars. Listen, realistically, yeah. right. <laughs> realistically, we string a couple of wins together. We can get it on the eighth and the seventh or the seventh seed. The crazy mm-hmm. part is they was talking about this during the last game. The Knicks have um, one of the easier schedules out of all the teams. Yo, so out, yeah, out of the playoffs. Let's get in this playoffs at least, man. So this can. This week, I don't know. I, we can I don't even in. know how to feel, man. It's like we, we can, can we can tank and then get a top pick, but then we can squeeze in the playoff. And then once we're in the playoffs, you can be we, mad about it, but everybody's gonna be rooting once we get in the playoffs. No one's gonna be like, all right, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, as long as the, as long as the Knicks avoid that eight seed, because yeah. I mean, if we because you, you, you already you already know if we go up against Cleveland, Cleveland sweet, they're sweeping us, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. So that's four and out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, right? Ideally, let's get in at the seventeen. <laughs> yeah, because that. Yeah. We can get it. Oh, I don't even know. How I don't even know. This is my hair. Should we just uh, drop this anchor in the ocean? Like, okay, you know what? This season's a wash. Or do we try to get it? That's the thing that athletes, uh, man. You have Melo, you have Rose, you have Courtney. The they're not going to be like, all right, man. Exactly, just, they're yeah, not yeah, going they, to do they, that. They're but they're going to want to compete. I get it. They're gonna have to lose on their own merit. But but, but the team, but yeah, but yeah, but that's what they've been doing though. Right? Exactly. So that's what you might doing. just keep playing. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep, keep playing. You might get what you want. <laughs> we might get what we want. We didn't even trade Rose. We might end up with a top ten point guard anyway. For real. And saving fourteen million, not getting man, Rubio. That would be so. Oh, that would be so good, man. It would be wonderful. We might be. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you you know what needs to happen. We need another Patrick Ewing situation to happen where the Knicks just end up with the first pick in the damn draft out of the blue like oh, a miracle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, can you read that NBA? Can you read that again? Right. <laughs> <For real. laughs> oh man. Still the richest team. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Still can't win. Man, games. that's why James Dolan needs to sell the team. Cause it's like, yo, you can make yourself even richer. Like sell the team, man. Yeah, <laughs> for him it's a power thing for him. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't getting rid of it. He ain't giving that up. Nah. Cause for him to give that up means all that control is gone. He's not giving that up. For real. Nope. Alright. Recap time. Caps. So last yeah. <laughs> last couple of games. So I was at this gig, man, on on Thursday when we when we played the Cavs, and I was supposed to be setting up my keyboard, making sure my mic is right, and a little distracted. I, I was a little <laughs> distracted because I was standing at the bar watching the game, and at first I'm like the first half I'm like, oh, all right, we're hanging in there. We're not doing too bad. You know the magic usually goes down around the second, third quarter. And so it was, matter of fact, it was at the end of the second. I'm like, okay, this, all right. So I go and I set my keyboard out, you know, and um, 
before my set and we take a, a intermission or a break, I look, I see a hundred and something, to eighty something. What, what happened? So what? What? I don't even know if one time what went right. There was a couple of bright moments because mm-hmm. I felt like they came out the gate with good energy. Yeah, yeah they did. I, but well, then what happened? Well, I, I, okay, some some things that went right. Um, Courtney Lee got Courtney the, Lee. Courtney Lee got yeah. the flu. He had the Michael Jordan bug. Yeah, yeah. Courtney Lee <laughs> got the flu. <laughs> Courtney Lee got the flu. That went right. He had that yeah. Michael Jordan bug. <laughs> my man was crossing people left. Oh, my right? God. Like, and you know the funny thing about Courtney Lee's performance, too? Because, you know, I got I got me my stats today. Stat okay. guy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, Courtney Lee had 25.6 rebounds and five assists. And he's, and he's the only Knicks starter with a positive plus and minus. And guess what his plus and minus was? What? Plus zero. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's horrible. Okay. Well, needless to say, Courtney Lee was a little Michael Jordan. He was hitting everything in the first few quarters. With that, with the flu. With the flu. So um, that 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 went that went right. Uh, the first the first that went right. The first quarter went pretty. They were hitting some jumpers. Um, I I was loving um. Chris Stapp's defense. He Chris has defense. a few great blocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh that 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 went uh, um that went right. Okay. And and so this is clearly gonna be a short list. And anyone like, yeah, help me pretty out much. Here? I'm I'm Lance Thomas. Um, Lance Thomas. Lance Thomas. Yeah, Lance Thomas sighting. Lance Thomas sighting. He hit. He he was hitting his his jumpers and playing some some some. He was good playing defense. some solid defense. He yeah. Used to, it's, it's, he got that. Um. Who else had that mask? Hamilton. He used to play better with that mask. Even when yeah, his face yeah. healed, he kept that mask on. I'm like, Superpowers. Lance, you need to keep that mask on and and and, and maybe that's oh, what's yes. helping your plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis. <laughs> that plantar fasciitis. That's what I was saying. That orbital bone fracture might have been. a Blessing in disguise, man, because he sat his ass down for a long period of time. Give his his feet time. He to definitely heal. looks like his feet are under him a little better. We'll see. Yeah, because like I didn't have to apologize for Noah because <gasps> he got injured again. Man. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm just saying he got injured again. He was, <laughs> I'm just he, was saying. Make, he was making layups and doing crossovers, and then he got ju- injured, and then all the office went away. Saying, <laughs> and now Noah's gonna have to find his way again once he gets when he once he heals and gets what back on the it? court. No, we're at the end of February now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh man. So we got what went right out the way. All right. Yeah. What went wrong? Everything else. LeBron yeah. James. <laughs> yeah. LeBron James went wrong. Kyle Korver went wrong. I definitely got some stats for Kyle Korver. Oh my God. Okay. Let's 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 hear the bad news. Kyle Korver got twenty points, six of ten from three. Oh, and guess what his plus and minus was when he was on the court. Plus twenty seven. Wow. Yo, he was insane, man. He and then I'm talking about on the run, on the run shooting three pointers. Oh my god, I would love like the way he squares up so nicely on the run is yeah. like insane. It's, and it's so I don't know how he does that. Fast break and in the mid run he'll jump and yeah. square up. Wow, wow, yeah, wet every single time. I don't understand. You know, um. Ryan, I think you had mentioned it. Like when it comes to the Knicks playing the Cavs, in order for them to win, like they have to play an absolute perfect game. Yeah. Because you miss two or three jump shots, and that could be that could be either a six or a nine point swing when you play the Cavs. I feel like yeah. this is exactly what happened, man. We were up, and by the second quarter, we were missing open jump shots. And when we and it was it was it wasn't bad offense. We were just missing open jump shots. Yeah. Right. And the Cavs went on that little run, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're behind. Yup. 
And it was just like, oh damn, you should have hit that corner three that was open. Exactly. Oh man, you should have hit that other. It's like when when the Cavs are open, they hit it's it. almost mm-hmm. automatic. Okay, that's a bucket. When the Cavs are not open, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was so like, like, how? How? I, I just often wonder. So I'm like, and of course, everybody has different levels of athleticism or skill mm-hmm. levels, but you got into the NBA for a reason. You yeah. got a wide open jump shot. <laughs> what? Is different in your mechanics that you can't hit it at this point. Uh, what changes? Uh, because I mean, Kyle Corver, he don't miss. I don't know. Uh, Kyle Corver just got the gift of shooting, man. Yeah, he just got, he just got the. <laughs> he just it, got man. the gift, man. Yo, what else was wrong too? Was Derrick Rose didn't have a great game at all, man. He just seemed yeah. like the Cavs had collapsing all the time. Every time he went to drive, it was taking away a lot of passing lanes except for that corner three passing lane. Mm-hmm. He found, and he was I don't yeah. know he. But when you look at the cat when teams like the Cavs and Golden State play, everything is so methodic. I'm like looking at the way they play defense. Not only is it what they're doing, but how they're doing it. Like they play it like every possession is the last possession. Yeah, man. they do. And like they swarm, and it's like almost like, man, if you can't think fast enough, you're screwed. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if you can't think fast enough, mm-hmm. they're gonna. That's a turnover, and they're running yep. the other way. Because there was a few times where I'm like, "Oh, Rose got him," and I was like, "Wait, there's nah, five no. calves around him," right? Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, he has to pass." And I'm looking, I'm like, "I don't see a passing lane." And that's it. He mm-hmm. all he like he has to just shoot in and pray. It's like yeah. the way. <laughs> it's like the way they defend. The way they defend is like we cut the point guard off, we cut off the passing lanes. Yeah, and they play the passing lanes so yeah. well, mm-hmm. so they well. Do. And then, so and, then, and then not to mention when the Cavs on offense, they spread the they spread the floor so beautifully. Like, right. like so, some, of the, some of the dimes LeBron James was dropping in that game, man. <laughs> yeah. Not Ooh. only in the half court, but even in the transition, because they have so many shooters, yeah. it's like they literally have almost five lanes. So it's like no matter where you decide to defend, there's gonna be somebody open that can potentially burn you. Exactly. Right. And I feel like our best defense is when KP was in the game too. When we right. lost, mm-hmm. when we, once we lost KP, I feel like we lost a huge defensive uh, presence in the paint. Yeah, yeah, because you know when um, Kyrie Irving broke down the defense, he got in the middle. He had to contend with, Ky- uh, with with KP, and at least even if he made the shot, KP made it very difficult. Yeah. Word. I feel and like KP's help defense has been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Over the past like. Before I think he started before the All Star game, mm-hmm. like a week before that, and then carrying into the season, I feel like his help defense is like stepped up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, KP, his help defense has always been good. It's oh, it's just always when he's actually guarding somebody like on ball. That's when like his defense is not that great, or like when he needs to run out to the three point shooter. That's when he's not that great. Yeah. But mm, yeah, definitely. I feel like his his on the ball defense. Uh, protecting the basket is solid, mm-hmm. but when you have uh, a big man with some body, some weight behind him, nah, nah, that's nah. Not, nah. He's getting in the house, man. right? Yeah. And the thing is, it doesn't even matter height because um, Draymond gave him some business. You know, when you play Golden State, like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's a strength thing. He that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, but you figure if when once KP learns how to neutralize that with his height. Because you can neutralize strength with the height. Word, he can yeah, back can. it down as long as he wants. You jump straight up and you just... You just put your arms up. He has to shoot over that. Yep. And that's going to disrupt the shot. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was the, what was the final score of that game, the Cavs game? 
Mm. And that was the Knicks making it respectable at that point. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's have, let's go on to there was a, definitely a bright spot. So we played the 76ers and hey, almost wasn't a bright spot. No, it almost so <laughs> depending on who you are. So for some people it's a bright spot and if you wanted the Knicks to lose to get a draft pick, you probably not you're probably mad that we won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> right. But the thing is too it's like that game was like indicative of the Knicks this season. It's like I was saying off the air, there's a they have the script for losing. Yeah, they got that script. That's, that script is memorized. They don't need to refer back to the to the to the to the script at all. They they got their lines are memorized. Okay, we go up by ten, we go down by two, and then maybe we either win or we lose by one. Like that's the script. Word. That game wasn't even competitive, and it didn't seem like it was competitive for at least three and a half quarters. Yeah. Then once that last half of the fourth quarter came. Sixers started coming back. Knicks couldn't get but anything that, on offense. But is it that the Sixers were coming back or we let them back in? Because the, the majority of that game, they had no answer. Mm-hmm. Word. What happened in the, 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 the second half of the fourth quarter? I don't know. The, the offense stalled. Well, well, Carmelo Anthony. Yes, bright spot. Was a, was a definitely bright spot. He was, what, 37 points? Yeah, six rebounds. Six, 60% shooting. Wow, that's like unconscious. Yup. And on top of that too, I felt like he was picking his spots. Like he was, he was, he was damn near perfect in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he was just like, "All right, I'm just look for this double team and pass it to the corner. Look right. for this double team, and pass it to the top." And he was right. just—he yeah. only had two assists, but he had like a little hockey assist. You know what I'm saying? The pass, right. yeah. the pass yeah, that led to the pass that led to the bucket type of deal. You know what I'm yes. saying? So I felt like he picked him apart, and he was a—he was a nice little bright spot. Yeah, and and I felt like this game was definitely old school Melo. Like Melo wasn't even taking threes; like they just stuck to his mid range game that game. Yo, did you? <clears throat> and then I have to give a shout out to Melo for trying to. <laughs> Oh Red yeah, man. <laughs> that Uncle Forrest oh, bro. Yeah, man. man. And it wasn't even like a you know his little two handed. He was trying to keep cocked that back, cocked back, back. <laughs> banging on. Save that. Oh man. Uh, I was like, I mean, I was like this is cornrow right here, man. <laughs> oh, for real, yo. <laughs> that would that would have bought the garden down, man. Oh my god. I think that if that happened, I think needless to say, I feel like we would have had. A community oopick. Like, you know what? We just yeah, need yeah, yeah. for this episode. For Definitely. real. Be like, yo, when was the last time you saw Melo actually dunk it on somebody? Oop- <laughs> on somebody. Like, like caught a real. body like KP did Ooh. on the Iowa window. Jesus. He's on a Richard Jefferson that, dude. I'm like, flashback. For real. Man, it wasn't oh, even Friday, man. Damn. But, yo, there was some up. So, what were the other up- upsides to that game? Yeah. Well... I mean, Rose had a decent game, 18 points, five rebounds, three assists. Okay. Even though that's this number's still pretty low, but right. it's all good. Lance Thomas, though. Let's Lance talk about Lance Thomas. Thomas. Man, Lance Thomas. Okay, we had we had a poll on who had who who um who had the best defense on the Knicks. I think like one person picked Lance Thomas. Right. And I was just kind of like, come on, bro. Like, y'all really hate Lance that much that y'all can't see that he he can't do anything else. He's a good defender. He plays defense. He's and honestly, he's <laughs> y'all hate y'all hate He's him, one though. of the. He's one. Of, listen, I'm not the biggest Lance Thomas fan, but he's one of the few Knicks that actually puts out a defensive effort. Most Word. definitely. Now, I, I everybody granted um voted for uh, uh Kylo Quinn, which I understand because yeah, because Kylo Quinn is a great also. defender. 
Yeah, it does. Holiday plays defense. I mean, there's a few Knicks that actually are like, yo, I'm going to defend. Right. But yeah. we need we need from the top down, we need from the starters to the last man on the bench mm-hmm. to have that mentality, man. I well, mean, yeah. Lance Thompson is by far our best perimeter defender. Yes. By far. Yes. I think he's a perimeter defender, and he can sometimes guard post-ups, too. And my thing is, he he has the highest defensive IQ out of anybody in the Knicks, to me. Mm. Highest defensive mm. IQ and highest awareness. Like, um, Wally was, was pointing it out. Like, there was one play where he guarded three different people on the 76ers to, to stop the ball. Like, you know I, don't think, I don't see anybody what, other than Nick rotating the three different what people I realized what and Lance, then rotating back to their right, man. But yeah, what I realized true. that Lance does, what Lance does is he is like kind of like a point guard on defense. He can see three three moves ahead. All right, he's going to pass his ball here. They're going to swing it again, and they're going to swing it again to try to get the open man. Exactly. If I rotate, I can slow that down and then recover back to my man. Right, yeah. and that's what smart defenders do. And he did that. And and on top of that, he was in his jumpers. He was doing his three little three-point shooting. He was yeah. doing his little mm-hmm. floaters, his little... Yo, him and... Co- Yo, him and Courtney Lee need to start like a little group, like the head fake crew or something. Yo, Pump fake. Right, when he gets the ball by the three and like he, he gives, gives a little eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chin all the way <laughs> <up> the <ball. laughs> He pump fakes the hell out of everybody. Fundamentals. Pump fake, the pump fake posse. <laughs> him and Courtney Lee, a pump fake posse. That's what we gonna call him. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so. That's another bright spot. We know Melo, he, he was going off on that game. And well. your boy Willie. Most, Willie was doing his thing. Billy! <laughs> Defense, defensively, Yo. which I'm going to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Defensively, Willie was doing his thing. Yo, uh, you can, we can see him getting better on defense. He's yeah, getting, yeah. His, his, his awareness he is getting better. He flip-flops, but it's like he, he'll do something really stupid. For yes. like a game before, yeah. right? But he's like, "What are you doing?" And but then his awareness, like, I think yeah. his awareness yeah. is getting much better. And much this better. is and this is why I'm glad Hornacek is giving him the minutes because with young players like Billy, it's like the only way they're gonna learn is if you give them the minutes and allow them to learn, develop, yeah. develop Mix. them exactly. Development. Think about it. All right, so what went wrong? Because I feel like a lot went well in that game until the fourth quarter. What went wrong? Everything that went wrong was the following last- the script. It was the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. <laughs> that that Before that, everything went exactly. right. Yeah. <laughs> Scooped out the window. What? What? What is it that happens? Well, for one thing, I feel like um, Jeff Hornstead came out and said that they're they're running more triangle than anything else right now. So they actually was running the triangle pretty well. But I think what happened was when they realized they were up by ten, and they were trying to slow the game down, they wasn't running the triangle with purpose anymore. Right. And then when you don't mm-hmm. run the triangle with purpose, it gets really predictable. And you yeah. can just overplay passing lanes and, and score easily. Right. And I think that's yeah. kind of what happened in the fourth quarter. See, the thing with that is, too, see, but taking your foot off the gas sometimes is, is a good strategy. But, again, like, the good teams, they, they want to bury you. If we up by 10, why can't mm-hmm. we go by 20? What's wrong with that? They'd you know, and you're slowing the game down. I understand it, but then you slow the game down. That still gives them an opportunity to come back. Uh, like, yeah. keep playing keep playing the same way for the three quarters that got you the lead. Mm-hmm. Why change it? Think, yeah. Because you want to protect the lead. It's like you're now, you're playing chess, and you're moving your queen around. It's mm-hmm. like instead of being on the offensive, you're being on the defensive. 
that allows somebody else to be aggressive and then yeah. you end up making mistakes because now the tide has turned. You were the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Now it's shifted and it gives other teams opportunities to come back because yeah. you're you're playing it safe and you're trying to protect mm-hmm. this lead. You look mm-hmm. up, you're down by one now. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they were just trying to deliberately give it to I think the coach said that they were trying to give it to to Melo also. So you're slowing the you're slowing your offense down and only looking for Melo. Mm-hmm. So you kind of look predictable. And, we know that that doesn't work. Yeah, it hasn't mm-hmm. worked every time that mm-hmm. Melo has played this hero ball. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Just. Pass the ball to the open man. Yeah, That's why yeah. I like watching Golden State. The, the open man gets the ball. Yeah, yeah. You know? They run. They just go. It's, it's it's business as usual. The open yeah. man gets it's the ball. Business as usual. And and to be real about it, I think it's I think it's also mental too because I think, yeah because I think when the Knicks go up big in games they're thinking about it in the exactly back of their mind. and they're like mm-hmm. you know and you know what they're like you know what let's let's stop doing what we're normally doing let's slow the game down and try to run time off the clock and this and that when it's like okay there's five minutes left on the damn clock y'all should still be running your damn offense exactly you know mm-hmm. like slow down the game when there's like two minutes left on the clock or like right. a left you know what I mean yeah right. definitely definitely and f- they got all a little they got out a little bit when. I think he started going to a little bit more pick and roll, and they got Rose um, making decisions and breaking down the defense at the end, and that helped get him out that little slump. Yeah. But I don't know. They need to either like go to pick and roll more at the end of the game or run that triangle with confidence at the end of the game. They either I do either or. I think if they're winning big, keep doing what you've been doing for three quarters. Word. Why change it? Exactly, <laughs> I mean, man. It's, it's not rocket scientists, man. We're... Kicking these guys' butts. Why are we changing the game plan now? Uh, oh my! Oh, I got say, Oh, I got something else to say about Rose too, yo. Okay. With Rose, okay. I've noticed that Rose is trying on pick and roll to get over the picks. Mm-hmm. I've seen him over the last few games actually fighting over picks, but I don't. He's not doing. I feel like he's not doing it right. Like. Who's gonna correct him? Kurt Rambis? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, I don't know if he's like, cause you know, I don't know if he doesn't have like fast lateral movement, and he's only an explosive athlete going like backwards and forwards. You know, you know how like nah, I mean, it's, you, it, know I, how, like, you know, yes, mm-hmm. you know how Mari Mari Stoudemire can jump out the gym, yes, yeah. but then when he's like sliding his feet left or right, he looks like Herman Monster or something. <laughs> <laughs> The knees. <laughs> exactly. Like he's like he's like mad lumbery and like I'm wondering if Rose like... has the same problem because when he fights over picks, he goes too wide around the picks. Like he tries mm. to run around it like he's like in a relay race instead of like trying to slide yeah. and then like take and like take an angle. Take mm-hmm. the angle, like the closest angle to like touch bodies and like yeah. He's going all the way around the person and coming back and by that time the point guard huh, the point guard is already good. down the block. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> So you like, know what I feel? It, that actually is a good point because I always look at LeBron. I've always thought a similar thing. I don't know if it's when uh, 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 a physique thing because, mm. you know, Rose is a very muscular dude. LeBron is a muscular dude. LeBron runs so fast going straight. Whenever mm. he crosses over, it's not like really a lateral crossover. His bias, He's still kind of running straight. I feel like Rose may have the same thing. I don't... I. I and again, I haven't... You know, done like a, a experiment or like a, a study of it, but I feel like th- that may be part of it because I feel like I had this. I, I had the same thought with LeBron, like his lateral movement. I don't really see him moving laterally like that. It's all mm. straightforward, straightforward, straightforward. Mm-hmm. And he's a muscular dude. Derrick Rose is a muscular dude, and and you know, 
I, I, maybe it might be his lateral movement. Hey, yeah, Nick. Maybe. You should be a defensive coordinator. If you're listening <laughs> to this, if you're listening to this right now, we, we we told you that the big should step up on the pick of Rose more, and now y'all doing it and it's working. Listen to me yes. right now. Get Rose, have Rose watch some tapes of successful pick and roll point guards and let him know that he, he can't run around the, the lateral, pick. Gotta be lateral. Like it's a pole in a relay race. You gotta, gotta slide. Be. You gotta slide your feet. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, just just have him watch tapes on Dan Brandon Jennings and Ron Baker, cause they actually got Ron Baker. Ron Baker for president. Ron Baker (laughs) Baker fights over pick and rolls. Exactly, like and be like Rose, this is what you should be doing. (laughs) (laughs) You see where his legs are? You see how wide the stancers? You see where his hands are? Exactly. That's another thing. Rose doesn't have active hands. He doesn't like deflect or anything. He just kind of yeah. I don't know. I'm off on a tangent now. Not at all, man. I mean. These are the ish, some of the issues that come up in the last moments of the game, mm-hmm. and it's 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 like, man, it's like with anything. If you don't tighten the loose screws mm-hmm. at those moments, that's when it's gonna show up. Yes, yeah, yeah. little so, things. Right. So if you're blowing out a team by twenty, who cares if your hands aren't up? They're not mm-hmm. thinking about that. But when you're when the game is you're up only by two and you're trying to defend the lead, now right. you're mm-hmm. not having your hands up and not being able to deflect balls. Um. Shows up. Mm-hmm. Work. Just the little things. Like, usually, keep your hands active. Keep your hands up. Yeah. Hand in man's face, hand down. You know, hand down, man down. So you I know, see you trying, yeah. Rose. I'm not, I'm, I see you trying, but right. the technique needs a little fixing. That's all. And see, so it's like, you know, Draymond Green was saying that's one of the issues with Golden State. And they're like, one of the yeah. top teams. <laughs> and they're still trying to fix things. Yo, matter of fact. Golden State is the is the quickest team in NBA history to clinch a playoff spot. You know they already clinched. That's crazy. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> but this what I'm saying. But this what I mean. Wait, they, they, they didn't clinch last year. That wasn't quickest last year when they won mm. in 600 games. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> not not. I like I saw on Instagram earlier. I think Bleacher Report posted it. They were like, "This is the Warriors are the quickest team in NBA history to clinch a playoff spot." That's oh, crazy. Oh man. But you see what I'm saying, though? But even the, the top teams understand the concept of the details, the little things. Yeah. Taking mm-hmm. care of those little things first. Yeah. Because then when the game gets close, the game's on the line. Those, yeah. It's routine. It's business yeah, as usual. It becomes habit. Right? Yeah, don't even think about is, it. Just do it. Business yep. as usual. Mm. All right. Well, it's about that time. Hey. <laughs> the ooh picks. Ooh. All right. Who wants to go first this week? Oh man, oh man. You know what? I'm gonna go first this week because I've I've been boycotting, but Charles Oakley, <laughs> Charles Oakley stood up for himself and I'm happy again. Yo, so yeah. yo, we got some Oakley t-shirts coming out real yes. soon. Oh, yeah, man. be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. I'm gonna be the first one walking around one of those. Uh, and and the designs are hot. Shout out to Jay Ellis. Yes. Gotcha. Design. Gotcha. Designing legend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my boss that. Give me a race. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my oop pick was in the Philly game. I think it was in the first quarter, about six minutes left. Mm. And how do you play Charchick or whatever his name is? Number nine, Charchick on on uh on Philly. Mm-hmm. He's got he actually got a little handle with somebody his size. So he's, you know. Floating his way through the defense, cutting through the defense, and then thinks he has a little, a little floater. Mind you, this guy can't jump over a textbook. <laughs> he puts up his little floater, and here comes Willie, 
stuck behind the ball. And it, he doesn't even punch it. He just sticks it in his hand like, yo, get this out of here. And then rolls on the floor like a little baby. Oh, oh my goodness. He tried it. He tried it. He tried it and got denied. Ooh. So that's my ooh big shout out to Willie. Yes. yes. Oh, man. Billy. Embarrassing. <laughs> it was rolling on the ground. Oh, man. Uh. All right, who who's next? I'll go. I'll go next. All right. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm gonna leave you. The, I'm gonna leave you the one, Ryan. All right. You all got right. a gift. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You do need to Ryan yes. a little assist. Merry Christmas. Yes. Don't say I never got you. <laughs> just, just that. Just, just that. Just I'm gonna finish it like how Mella should have finished on the Okafor last night. But it's oh! all good though. <laughs> it's all good though. <laughs> he said, "Don't say I never gave you that." <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so my pick comes from somebody who uh I like to pick the downtrodden. Mm. The, the 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 people who aren't so popular, the geeks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the outcasteds. <laughs> That's a word, look it up. <laughs> well, um we've as you know, we've had a bunch of uh great plays this year and this one is on the one of the top of the list. Now, um who gave him the ball? Who gave him the ball? I think a, somebody got a pass. He got a pass off a rebound. I think Rose. I believe it was Rose. Rose passed Lance Thomas the ball in the right side of the court. Lance Thomas raises up for three, shoots it, wow, hits it, bow. And one. Yeah. <laughs> Four point play. Yes. In the record books. Oh, it was nice. Yes. Y'all yes, hating yes. on my boy Lance. Stop hating Lance, on my boy Lance. Lance. Your proximus defense. His pentafasciitis is all healed up. He got his jumper back. He was hitting him for the Cavs game and the Sixers game. Give his man his props. Lance, Damn Lance, it. Is, Lance is definitely showing signs of improvement. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm going to say that. Right, Lance, an apology. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Noah was showing signs of improvement also. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to type letter from <laughs> Where's Noah now? Let's hope Noah, let's hope Noah shows signs of improvement once he gets off this damn injury Man, list Noah's and come in back in March. <laughs> Noah's in the same spot that Carmen San Diego is in right now. Uh, stop. Wait, stop. Wait, stop. Wait, stop. Stop. Why not Noah's name for that letter and just put Lance? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, yes, big up Lance Thomas, but I think y'all know where I'm going with my old pick. Where are you okay. going, Ryan? You know, Knicks down 109, 108 in the fourth quarter. Ooh. Knicks had near the last possession. Mm-hmm. Melo had the ball. Oh yeah. Left side of the court. Covington is on him. Cover nothing. Yep. <laughs> you know, Melo was like, Melo saw that baseline. He ain't seen no double team coming. So Melo was like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to create some space. Bow. So he creates space, mm. gets away from Covington. The double team comes a bit too late. Too Melo late. rises up. Too, too late. Game winning shot. And I hope y'all read Melo's mouth at, after you got <laughs> that shot too. <laughs> this is a family show, so I'm not going to repeat it, but. We, we might have to put that, <laughs> we might have to put that clip on the IG just so you can read his. It is exactly. on IG. It's on the IG. Oh, with the, with the, with the lip. With, with the with the comment after? No, it's not with the comment. No, we need that. Yes, we need exactly. We need that. We need the we need the, the But the, apparently Melo said, "Mother, shut your mouth." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
That was definitely an ooh pick. Oh, yes. Trying to trade Melo. Because guess what? If it wasn't for that, we were looking at another hockey stick, man. Trying to trade Melo for Austin Rivers. (laughs) Get out of here. Whose idea was that anyway? I don't know. Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all Knicks fans was co-signing that, though. Right. (laughs) Austin Rivers. What? What? This man just had three... Last minute game winning shots this season. Come on, son. Come on. 0.3 seconds left. What you doing with that? Exactly. Nothing. We need, right. the, we need those. We're going like, to have the ball in Austin Rivers' hands. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. We're going to need those three, four picks, though. We're going to start the negotiations with three first round picks. Word. <laughs> Giving me Austin Rivers. <sighs> All right. <laughs> you have any broad picks? Oh, I got, I got a few broad picks. Oh, man. A few. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I got one bro pick. Which one is that? Yeah. Okay, since you have a few, I'll take the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna first start off this uh, bro pick by apologizing to Ryan for um for just for um you know uh, making fun of your boy. All right. <laughs> uh, this 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 pick. Uh, <laughs> This pick is goes out to a budding star. Right? <laughs> oh, I know where he's going. Oh. This <laughs> On the Knicks, and he's done well for himself so far. He has. He's done. He's yeah. done quite a good yeah, job. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, most definitely. If Pulled he, himself about bootstrap. Yes, bootstrap. He's okay. a bootstrap player. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. Bootstrap player. He's he's averaging. It seems like double doubles the last few games. Yeah. And nice. um, he has a lot of skill set. Yeah. Um, we, we we call him affectionately here feats work because of his post game. Exactly. Yes. Um. 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 He he has really lifty around the basket. His defense is getting you know well. But um, this portions of his game that still um are under under the works. Three to the mm-hmm. dome. He needs, he needs a little. Yeah. 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 The three pointer not there. He's yet. a little strengthening. Yeah. The yeah. jump shot is is getting there. Um, <laughs> from 15 feet is getting 15. there. Yeah, from 15, yeah. But, but not from 15. Not from 20 feet up. Once you, yeah, you hit the... Um, There's a reason why no one is out there. Going. Yeah. <laughs> the Cavs uh, game was pretty bad. And, <laughs> and if you don't know what a blowout is, a blowout isn't just when you get beaten by a lot of points. A blowout can also be when... This, the, the 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 wind from an air ball coming from the three point line <laughs> blows the wind blows and uh. yeah well um Willie shot the ball from the three corner three point line is that what that was it was a shot yeah, yeah a shot of Jace <laughs> nah, Shot-ish. nah, Billy, like Billy, I'm here to defend you. It was a pass. It was a pass. All right, it was a pass. <laughs> you need friends like that. We're willing to go lie. Lie on the stand for you. <laughs> well, yeah, the um, the shot was nowhere close. It didn't even. I don't even. I think it missed by like ten feet. I don't know. It was at least five. It was at least five. It was at least five away from the pass. It, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, one, one giant bro pick for that. Bruh. Yes. Bruh, bruh. Know your role, Willie. Know your yes. role. Yes. And one day. <laughs> and as I said, I got a few broad picks. Okay. Oh, yeah, go. y'all gonna have to bear with me on this undies because <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go all around. Oh, all okay. right. Soccer. First bro pick tennis is JaVel McGee and Shaq. JaVel McGee. Oh, the Twitter. Yes, the Twitter beef. Oh, I snap. To, I, I had to give them both a bro pick for that because I'm like, y'all some grown ass men. 
What are y'all doing going back and forth to Twitter like, Twitter like that? Javel McGee talking oh. about get my get my nuts out your mouth and Shaq talking oh. about yeah. and, and, talk, and Shaq talking about he gonna smack Javel McGee on sight, basically saying that. I mean, come mm. on, man. Y'all grown ass, man. Javel McGee. Shaq is joking. Why can't you take a damn joke? Bruh. Because he's tired of being, you know, the official <laughs> Shaq and the full mascot. Where are y'all? That guy's been bullied for like seven <laughs> years, man. He's a he's cyber bully. He's tired of being bullied. <laughs> cyber bully, TV Shaq's bully. Shaq's been cyber bullying oh. for a long time. <laughs> for real. And then, and then it's like, out of all people, you're going to tell Shaq to get your nuts out your mouth? Like, right. come that's, on, that's, man. I, mean, I know Shaq ain't been playing in a while, but that's still a big dude. Exactly. Like, you're come big on. too, Javel, but Shaq is bigger. <laughs> for real. Like Javel, you're not you're not gonna win that. You're fight, not built man. for that, bro. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just 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 take the L and move on. Yeah, man. That definitely gets a bruh for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. One 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 giant bruh if you like, Mister Twitter. Bruh. Fingers over here. Word. Should have hired Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Another Fire bruh Remy. pick. <laughs> Another bro, another bro pick. Go, you know. Speaking of Remy, right, Remy. But speaking of Remy, a bro pick gotta go to Nikki because she got ethered by Remy. She <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Nikki got def Nikki definitely gotta get a bro pick uh, for that one. Bro, you must you drinking on Twitter fingers. Crazy. And another bro pick goes to Nate Robinson, but not really even for Nate Robinson though. But for the big man that was guarding, because I don't know if y'all saw the clip, but Nate Robinson's playing in the D-League right now. Mm. And he, oh, and my he, God. R.I.P. to the D-League. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was being double teamed by a big man and a guard. And Nate Robinson, and this dude's like 7'2", Nate Robinson got out of the double team by running under this dude's legs. Bro. Oh! Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the I think I think Bleach Report got the clip up. Y'all need to go and watch that oh clip. Oh my god! <laughs> yo, I'm putting that on the podcast on the on the Instagram tonight, man. As soon as I find that, man. Oh my god! As soon as I finish, we finish reporting. Oh, what? Oh, yes. For real, man. Oh my god. For real, Emma. So who who actually? Gets that bro gets the, the, the I seven two center for actually using that escape route. No for man, you have to not to Nate. You gotta use your skills to get advantage. If you short, you get under there. You gotta go. That big man needs to bench him. How'd you let that happen? Oh I mean, he's so tall. How about that? Oh. For real. And my last bro pick goes to the Knicks. Okay. Uh. Just for the simple fact, it's like, y'all lost 10 straight games to the Cavaliers. I mean, I can't let y'all get off the hook for that. Bruh. That's unacceptable. Uh, and who, uh, and wasn't Oakley at that game? Yes, Oakley was it, too. Was it at the Garden or was it? No, it was in Cleveland. It was next in to Cleveland. Dan Cleveland. Yeah. So on top of that, Cleveland trolled. James Dolan and the down. Knicks. Exactly. Yo. By inviting Oakley to the game and having him sit next to Dan Gilbert. I mean, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, Oakley is, is cool with LeBron and he actually lives in Ohio. Yeah. So that's probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but I think there was, you know, that was... Yeah, no, definitely. A bit of a jab. It was a little... It was. It was a little little Judah. Not even a jab. It was like an open hand smack. (laughs) For real, man. With baby powder. Damn. Oh, my God. Full paint over here. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, predictions. Who do we have next coming up that the Knicks can actually beat? Well, no. Let's just start. What's what's next on the schedule? Um, I think we have the Raptors Monday. Oh, this is... Well, I guess it'll be yesterday because 
when this yeah, comes when, out, it'll be Tuesday. Yes. And then it's the Orlando the next game? Yeah, I think it's the Magic and then um is it the 76ers and then the Warriors? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna mark one of those off as a loss. Which um, one do you pick as a loss? <laughs> <laughs> That Golden State game wash. Oh, oh, oh! Can we do our, our our if we beat the Golden State, they do free well, do. Listen, I'll do it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I missed the opportunity to do it with the Spurs because of the yeah. Oakley situation. Yeah. I wasn't doing. I'm like, nah, they can't treat Oakley like that. But if the Knicks beat Golden State, I'll do freestyle, man. I'll do it. Aye. If they beat Golden State, alright, we'll take so that. We'll see. Aye. I still think that's gonna be a loss. But anyway. Come on, I'll listen get, to this I'll next. Be inspired. I'll get my bars together. Don't worry. Don't you want to hear Edson Freestyle? Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> Knicks, y'all better come out in that game versus the Warriors. <laughs> y'all better come out. <laughs> All right, Um, you said Orlando as well, right? Yeah, no, Ibaka. Okay, we should win that. We should win that. Yeah, we should. Um, Philly? We should win that, That should be another win. It should be. And we need to just close that game out and not, you know, it doesn't have to be that entertaining. Just uh, beat them. Yeah. 20, 30, just beat them. Yeah. Yes. Um, And Monday, who we play? The Raptors. Raptors. That's going to be a problem. Uh, Raptors are looking good right now, though. Yeah. Are, are we going to be at home? I think we'll be at home, right? What is our record at home? I feel like we played the Raptors what, what, twice what and is our, both away, right? What is our record at home, by the way? Um, it's more, it's better than that away. I know that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we just probability wise, we have a better chance of winning. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, I do like the moves the Raptors made though, bringing the Ibaka and PJ yeah, Tucker. Man. Like, Ibaka and PJ Tucker coming to the Raptors. That's just unfair, yeah. man. I think that's gonna be a loss. So it was a loss, two wins and a loss. I'm looking at. So two and two, easy yeah. breezy. I yeah, two and two. two. Yeah, I, yeah, I can rock with that. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, that's what I think. Open the shot. Good. That. We'll see, man. You know, it's 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 hard, man. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard coming in every week, man. I'm like, damn, Nick's got to give us something to talk about. It's a bright spot. I mean, there's plenty to talk about, clearly, but I'm yes, at the point we want to enjoy. We want to enjoy the game. I'm man. at the I know, I'm man. at the point where it's like, all right, if we lose, we get a top ten pick. If we win, we're in the playoffs. That's how I'm at. But right the thing now. is, this too, it's like I would I wouldn't even mind if the games were competitive. Mm. Yeah. But some of these losses are just. Ridiculous! Like, why are you losing like this? Yeah, for real. Watch You're losing like this because of mental lapses, or because that's what it looks like. It's not mm-hmm. like execution. It's just mental stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah, fixable stuff. <clears throat> anyway, I think that's it. Um, oh wow, yeah, we made it to the end of another one. This is what, yep. episode fourteen now. This is 15, 15, yeah, 15. 15. Y'all can't believe we had 15, man. <laughs> wow, That's like yo. a season. For real, yo. <laughs> we, yo, we've been rolling, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, social media time. Yo. Uh, you can follow me at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N. Also, follow my band, The Experience, at T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-I-3-N-C-E. The third E is a three. We have an EP coming out. The intro is one of the records off that EP. So follow us. Peace and love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I got uh, I'm Jay Ellis Draws Things. As you know, J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. D-R-A-W-S. T-H-I-N-G-S. Just how it sounds. Easy breezy. Follow me if you want to see some motion graphics, you want to see some illustrations, uh, and some drawings. 
And yeah, I'm doing motion graphics freelancer right now, so you won't even need some high at me. Nice. Good to go. And you can find me at Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. I'm working on a blog, but unfortunately, I'm swamped with schoolwork right now. So it's it, it, Yeah, you're going to have to wait a while for that. But I do have an idea for my next blog, and it's going to be should the Knicks keep Rose or not? Mm. And I'm going to give my opinions on that. So I be on the lookout for that. Yeah. <laughs> and please, guys, feel free to sound off and, and give us your input and opinions on the Facebook, Instagram, at the Nick of Time Podcast. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Yes. Oh, also, if you for all the links to our social media and stuff, for y'all listening on SoundCloud, you just gotta all the links are posted. Yeah, on the on the on the page on the page on, on the SoundCloud page and under the episodes. So you yes. Just, boop. Easy breezy. Wonderful. Well, that's it, fellas. Watch out for that free, for that Oakley shirt coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kathy. Case yeah, Kathy. Stay. Yeah. We miss you. Bring your behind in here next episode. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. One. One.